What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. As you may already know, I just spent a week in Moscow for Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. When we think of fashion tech, we don't normally think of Russia. The country is much more known for its fur hats, eccentric leader, and even traditional values, especially when it comes to gender roles. So when Mercedes-Benz invited me to cover their fashion week for Electric Runway, you can understand how I was a bit skeptical. Russia's not exactly close to Canada, and it's not that easy to get into. In fact, you need a special visa just to enter the country. Despite my hesitation, I went, specifically to find out what's happening in the country's capital in terms of fashion and technology. I'm producing a short video doc with my new video collaborator taking you inside Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia, as well as writing an article for Women's Wear Daily on how Russia is vying for a leadership role on the global fashion tech scene. But I wanted to use this podcast as an opportunity to share a few initial thoughts and impressions, as well as introduce you to some of the key characters I met along the way. You're listening to part one of my two-part podcast recap of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia. Everyone you'll meet throughout the next two episodes is, in their own way, coloring the fashion tech scene and helping paint a larger picture of where the fashion industry is headed in Russia. Economically, Russia is a lot like Canada. The country is largely dependent on oil and gas for its wealth and is now aiming to transition to an ideas economy of sorts that can sustain the next generation. Obtaining a passport to enter the country is intimidating to say the least. You have to appear in person at the Russian consulate in your home city. Applicants need to list every country they've visited in the past 10 years. That backpacking trip you took through Europe when you were 21? Dig up the dates. That misdemeanor you were convicted of when you were 20? Better be honest about it. There are no direct flights from Toronto to Moscow, so I ended up entering the country via Warsaw, Poland, where I slept on a bench in the airport for 8 hours awaiting my connecting flight. When you finally arrive on Russian territory, you must pass through passport control, which is something I'm used to coming from Canada. Something I'm not used to is the level of security. Enter any public building, such as a hotel or art gallery, and you can expect to pass through a metal detector and have your bags checked. Driving into the city from the outskirts, Moscow looks like it could be any suburb in Canada, with sprawling fields of greenery next to outlet shopping malls. It isn't until you get into the city proper that you can appreciate its unique beauty. The streets are so clean, not a pop can or cigarette butt in sight. Despite being in a recession, everything in Moscow feels luxurious, from the architecture of their palaces and cathedrals to inside the famous gum department store. The breakfast room at the Metropool Hotel, which is where most of us press stayed, is fancier than most wedding venues I've seen in North America. Champagne is readily available for the taking, and as you enjoy your meal, a woman in full evening wear plays the harp. This all said, I'm told that trying to understand Russia by looking at Moscow is like judging the U.S. by looking at New York. It's just not an accurate picture. I also realize that as a member of the international press, I'm being shown a very polished and shiny side of the country. The runway shows took place at a venue called the Menage, a large oblong building adjacent to the Red Square, the city's historical center. My videographer and I were assigned a personal assistant who followed us around everywhere. Anna made sure we found the venues and translated our coffee orders, since English is not widely well-spoken in Russia. The Fashion Week was impressive in size. At any given time, you could find yourself swimming through more than 300 attendees. It was also really well-organized, with a designated press center, VIP lounge, and ample staff. 
On the runway, I saw a clear conflict between old and new values. Goja Nikabad's show, for example, was more like watching a well-practiced Russian ballet, and Anika Karimova presented traditional cuts and traditional ideals of femininity. Women walk the catwalks with children who are also part of the show, which I'm told is part of the Russian tradition. In contrast, designers like Yulia Nikolava and Lumnir Gerson aimed for something more modern, edgy, and dare I say it, even rebellious. Despite this tension, the spirit was playful and appealed to local sensibilities. One show, for example, was staged more like a drama from the metro than a catwalk, with appearances from local archetypes like police officers and even street beggars. When it comes to integrating technology, there weren't any wearables on the runway like we've seen in New York and even Paris recently. Instead, the focus seems to be much more centered on how technology is transforming the industry as a whole and how digital can bridge the gap between designers and consumers. The Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia app, for example, allows users from all over the world to view collections straight from the runway in virtual reality using their smartphone and a cardboard headset that the Fashion Week provided. For those who didn't have a cardboard headset, the runways were still available for viewing in 360. I wanted to find the people responsible for bringing this VR component to the Fashion Week. Turns out they were American. First, I found Craig Arendt, a digital influencer from New York and one of the fathers of street-style photography. When I found Craig, he was tangled in wires on the third floor of Manage. Craig was setting up a virtual reality experiment that invited Fashion Week guests and top illustrators from around the world to create fashion illustrations in VR using Google Tilt Brush. For those of you who don't know, Google Tilt Brush is an immersive experience that lets you paint space with virtual reality. Craig is about my height, that's 5'10", with jet black hair and eyes. Although he's made a name in the fashion industry as a blogger, and although he still shoots street style, you can tell he's the type of guy who's driven by the next big thing. I soon learned that Craig's partner in crime for this project was Mike Torino, a babyface engineer also from New York. Mike is the director of sales and partnerships at UVisit, a company that creates interactive virtual reality experiences for business. UVisit is known for leveraging VR to enable people to enter places we'd normally have limited access to, like the Palace of Versailles, for example. Now, the company is establishing itself in the fashion industry, using VR as a way to give audiences unprecedented access to fashion weeks. Here to tell you about their interactive installation at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia, as well as their history of creating VR experiences for fashion, are Craig Aaron and Mike Torino. So, Craig and Mike, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. For those who don't know, can you give us like a thumbnail sketch of who you are and what you're doing here at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia? Sure. Uh, my name is Craig Arend. I started a blog in 2007 before the fashion blog bubble burst in 2009. I was the first digital influencer to take over the New York Times Fashion Instagram in 2012. And then in 2015, I, I guess you could say I produced Mirror to the Soul with Mike to my side over here, which was subsequently featured in Vogue US, Vogue Mexico, Vogue Italy, Forbes, and Business of Fashion did a small tidbit on it as well. I want to get into Mirror to the Soul in just one second, but we'll let Mike introduce himself as well. Hi, and I'm Mike Torino, Director of Sales and Partnerships at, uh, at UVisit. And UVisit is a company that creates interactive virtual reality technology for business use cases outside of the gaming industry. We're starting to develop a nice niche within the fashion community, and we're looking to grow that out, and that's one of the reasons why we're here. So I want to talk about UVisit as well. So much to talk about. How did you two meet? UVisit had an open, what was it? It was like an open call thing where anybody from the public could come, and that was in May in 2015. 
and I was looking for a new opportunity in emerging technology. And I went and I found PJ, who is the chief operating officer, and I gave him my best 15-second elevator pitch about what I could do for them with regards to the fashion industry. And one thing led to another. And August, we had a Skype call with Shumsky here, the owner of Fashion Week. So you visit as a company, as I understand it, that allows people to experience kind of places that they wouldn't be able to go inside, like the Palace of Versailles, for example. And now you're partnering with Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia to bring a fashion element to it. You're mentioning you're kind of exploring the fashion opportunities. So maybe you could talk a little bit about what you think that opportunity presents. Yeah, I mean, the fashion industry is just creative by nature. And so when you align the creative angle on the fashion side with the creative angle on the technology side, sometimes magic can happen. And uh, last year it did with Mirror to the Soul, which won an award for best travel picture. We specialize in creating real-world content, but now we're focused on making that content interactive. And then in the near future, it'll be being able to make transactions and purchases inside there, which has a huge ability to impact the industry. So we're talking about shoppable VR here. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about Mirror to the Soul. What was it? How did it come about? And obviously it's been really well received. So uh, how, how, how are you, I guess, and we'll get into how are you competing with it this year? <laughs> Mirror to the Soul is really special because with regards to any fashion week, you have chief cornerstone experiences that stay the same, regardless of whether you're at New York, London, Milan, or Paris. You always have backstage hair and makeup, street style, front row, the pit for the runway photographers. Mirror to the Soul covers every single one of those key cornerstone experiences from Fashion Week. It's the first time in the history of the world that all those experiences were condensed into one film. So it's really special because someone who doesn't have access to an exclusive event can finally see it inside of the Samsung Gear, the Google Cardboard, whatever it is they're using. And how is it received? How is it conceived even? Let's talk about that. Was the uh, I guess it was the brainchild of our production team. You know, PJ heads over the production team, and when we had the opportunity to come out here. We looked at our assets, our the individuals that we had that were going to be a part of the the featurette. And Ben, who is a director, is just a brilliant, brilliant director. And it's 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 challenging directing in 360 because everything's in view. Um, and so when you combine Ben's skill set with our technology, with the resources that we had, a story just emerged that we just made a lot of sense. We were able to execute it pretty pretty successfully in VR. And it just came together at the end, and, and it, was, it, was, it was magic. And so you also worked with some designers last year from Moscow and beyond to create virtual lookbooks, which you're now expanding on to make shoppable. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? As part of that creative process, we were looking at other ways to impact the industry. So what we did was we took a lot of the, the designers, a handful of them, and after their show, we'd bring them back out on stage or we'd, we'd put them in a certain section of, uh, of the Fashion Week, and we would shoot them in 360 for the purpose of interacting with our platform. And our platform allows you to go online and you can see a designer's collection within seconds just by looking around. It's great for the designer because you don't have to hit next 50 times. You don't have to wait for a page to load and, and show you know thousands of images. You're right there on the, run, on the runway. You can look around in seconds, and if you see something you like, you can press on it, and it links out right to the designer's website to make a purchase. And so now designers are sometimes making their collections readily available immediately right after Fashion Week. And so the speed at which you can take uh, a design from the runway to purchase is what, is what the market is looking for. So it's not just see now, buy now. It's see now in virtual reality and buy now. Exactly, and so, Craig, what have you, behind us here, we have a green screen, several cameras. I see the HTC Vive. What are you doing here? 
We're going to do some mixed reality videos. Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia has good relationships with top illustrators from around the world. Jason Kim, for example, who's done work with Gucci and Balenciaga and other top luxury designers, has already started. We're going to do mixed reality videos inside Google Tilt Brush for distribution on social media channels. So let's describe the user experience. I'm going to go and I'm going to make an illustration and you're going to capture that. Tell me about it. Well, the ideal scenario is, yeah, you'll make an illustration inside of Google Tilt Brush, but we'll give you a video of yourself inserted into the virtual environment. So on a 2D screen, you can scale your experience across social media channels. So ultimately, there's a cap on the circulation of virtual reality at about 6.5 million right now, right? But with mixed reality videos, the cap is only limited by the combined social media reach of the participants in the event. Experience. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know. The yeah. reason why this, this mixed reality is great is because it, it simply just allows you to share what you just went through with your friends. And uh, it's hard because right now... Uh, you can't bring all of your friends inside of your headset and inside of your experience and, and watch that creative process. But with Mixed Reality, you can just share it simply on, on any uh, social media network of your choice. So I'm going to make a video and be able to share it on Instagram, let's say. Okay, well, we're going to definitely put the link uh, on electricrunway.com so people can check that out for themselves. Now, this is your, you're from New York. This is your second time here. You're from New York as well, Craig. Yes. And this is your second time here? No, I think it's like my eighth time here. <laughs> He's a veteran. Yeah. Okay, so give me a sense. What is the fashion tech scene like here in Russia? Because honestly, when I think fashion tech, I don't normally think Russia. What, what have you seen in your experience here? The fashion tech scene here in Russia is a lot due to Alexander Shumsky, the founder and owner of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia, in all honesty. You have two classes of the fashion industry from Russia. You have the ones that focus on the domestic growth from within the borders of Russia, and creating talent from inside Russia. And then you have that set of international girls that go outside of Russia that hit Paris, Milan, and New York Fashion Week. The focus here is staying within the borders of Russia. And Shumsky's done an extraordinary job with that. He's got the whole Fashion Futurum Council thing that he started last season, and that's all about fashion and technology as well. So he flew in. The VP of Business Development from ShopStyle was here. Eddie Mullen, the CEO and founder of Fashion GPS and Launch Metrics, was here to speak. We had venture capitalists from Russia to speak. And that's part of the Fashion Futurum Council. He's all about bringing people together. Yeah, I saw the lineup yeah. from the March uh, event, and it was amazing. It was absolutely, yeah. and, you know, 3D printing, retail, like, it was, it, it touched on everything. Yeah. So it made me really excited. And I was obviously honored when they reached out to me to come and cover this for Electric Runway. And in your experience, Mike, is there more VR here? Uh, is there more VR here? Because I'm trying to understand, when I think of Berlin, for example, you know, they're really advanced in integrating technology into textiles, whether that's sensors or lighting. I found you guys. It seems to me that where technology touches fashion in Russia is in the kind of capturing of the uh, Fashion Week experience. Is there is there something beyond that, or is, is VR really the thing that's leading the frontier here? 
I know from talking with Alexander that I wouldn't just limit it to just using VR to capture the experience. I mean, he's very, he, he's embracing of technology to a high degree, and it's, uh, it's empowering from a, from a technology creator standpoint of working with somebody like that, because the advantage of being here is he'll allow, he'll allow creative license to do what you think you can do, and it's not just about virtual reality. I mean, it's, it's, it's very conceivable that in the near future, there'll be a lot of different departments from a lot of different technological angles coming in, all meeting in one place. Um, he's, he's that kind of thinker, which is, which is great to work with. From our standpoint, we, we individually push the buttons on what we can provide. So last year we did a 360 story because the technology wasn't ready to make that fully interactive. But now the technology is emerging where we can take that same story or a new story and make these things interactive. And what I mean by that is you can have a film, you're looking at a designer on a runway, and you can click on that designer and watch maybe her give you a message about what the clothing is about. And then you can press on a model and watch the model walk down the runway in 360. You didn't have that level of interactivity before, but UVisit has created that technology. We're here experimenting with some of it now for a larger release in the near future. Final question, then I'll let you guys go. What do you think is the future of fashion and technology, whether it's here in Russia or beyond. Uh, have you seen the Microsoft HoloLens advertisement? Yes. Where you have the augmented reality in the living room of the football game. Can you imagine women coming together in like 20 years and watching the Alexander Wang show from 10 years ago at a, like an afternoon party in augmented reality? I think that's the future. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, technology is always moving so quickly, and especially with uh, the trends that we see in fashion between tying in historical trends versus the, the future trends and making something that's never seen before. I think that, that will continue to happen, but it's just it's an exciting time because what we're seeing now in VR and AR, to Craig's point, you're going to be able to bring a fashion week right into your living room, yeah. be able to make purchases, try things on in VR and, and see what they look like and decide immediately if this is something you want, and if it is, you can buy it. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for your time, guys. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. That was my conversation with digital influencer Craig Arend and UVisit's Mike Torino. You can check out their virtual reality video, Mirror to the Soul, on electricrunway.com, as well as video footage of the illustrator Jacek Kim creating with Google Tilt Brush. As you may have noticed, both Craig and Mike reference a guy by the name of Shumsky. Alexander Shumsky is the founder and president of Fashion Week in Russia, and as Craig suggested, he's largely responsible for the push to bring Fashion Week into the digital age in Russia. At well over six feet tall, Shumsky is a substantial man with a reputation of being someone not to be messed with. Many of the Fashion Week volunteers admitted they were slightly afraid of him, but he seemed friendly enough to me, firm but fair. I wanted to speak with him to get a sense of his vision for the future and how he was thinking about technology in the context of his fashion week. What you're about to hear is my interview with Alexander Shumsky, the president of the Russian Fashion Council and the founder of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia. So I'm here with Alexander Shumsky. He is the founder and CEO of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. Thank you so much for having us and thank you so much for organizing such a beautiful event for us. Thank you. Hi. So when we think of fashion and technology, we think of New York and we think of London. We don't normally think of Russia, but as I understand it, you're trying to change that. Can you tell us about that? Yes, actually we're launching the first startup show for fashion technology this season 
in uh, frames of uh, the Fashion Week in Moscow. And the main point is to encourage uh, the startups, innovators, young people to create more ideas for retail and fashion business. And uh, we selected, we found around uh, 7,100 projects around Russia, more or less connected to the fashion industry. And we selected just 12 projects from the list uh, to make this startup show. And this is just the first step because nobody did that before in Russia. But actually we have a lot of talented people, a lot of talented innovators. We have business accelerators and Russian Fashion Council and the Fashion Week is a partner for a few business accelerators in Russia. And we oversee the creative industry track and fashion track and different projects. And for us it's very important to merge the fashion technology and stuff and innovators with the fashion designers. Because in Russia fashion is still emerging and fashion is considered you know, a traditional craft style production. And, but the whole world is changing and fashion technologies are really changing the whole idea of the production uh, if we talk about 3D printing, if we talk about U-bots and if we talk about uh, automation and special software it's changing retail space and it's changing retail as well because all new formats for selling fashion directly to the customers appearing in the world every year and we have some nice ideas from Russian creators of the websites of new programs applications for the smartphones and so on and also the fashion industry is changing because of the new marketing tools talking about augmented reality I'm talking about virtual reality and Russia has something to say about this because we did uh, on the in, in the fashion week in Moscow on Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia we did the first ever fashion film in a virtual reality format one year ago and we won the prize in a consumer electronic show in Las Vegas and we did it in collaboration with the American production house you visit and it was quite cool because it was not just you know put the 3d camera in the middle and make the video no no it was you know the film from different perspectives and you can feel yourself like a model you can sell yourself like a designer on the catwalk and so on so it's, it's it it was quite cool and we're still doing a lot in virtual reality and uh, we started doing augmented reality and uh, we have a bunch of uh, fashion illustrators. Fashion illustrating is a sort of old-fashioned style of covering fashion. You can see a lot of fashion illustration in the backstage. Have you been there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have uh, a few fashion illustrators, uh, one from South Korea, one from New York, some uh, more from Moscow. And they are using tilt brush, virtual reality uh, booth, and uh, trying to make sketches, but in virtual reality world. And uh, we exploring uh, all this stuff, not only because it's attractive, yes, it's attractive for the audience, but because uh, it could be one of the marketing tools in the future. And this is also a part of the fashion industry, not now, but in the future for sure. There are so many things happening in this uh, fashion technology world, even in Russia, that uh, Russian Fashion Council decided to highlight all these things. And that's why we do this uh, startup show. 
and uh, this is just the first selection and we have more uh, projects coming and we have uh, more incubators and accelerators uh, connected to the fashion world in Russia. So I hope in the future we're going to make uh, this event on a seasonal basis or on a yearly basis. And this startup show is the extension of Fashion Futurum conference which we did this March. We gathered 30 top executives uh, from all over the, the world including uh, chairman of Camera della Moda Italiana, including Eddie Mullen, who is the uh, head of uh, Fashion GPS, including a lot of you know innovators, fashion people, fashion education, uh, deans of fashion schools. All of them were in Moscow discussing the future of fashion and which trends are uh, going to change the whole landscape. And uh, actually, this Fashion Futurum uh, startup show is the extension to this uh, conference because to define the future and we want to encourage young people now to be involved in all this technology rush because uh, this is what we've done very very soon. Great well we look forward to seeing more fashion tech out of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That was my conversation with Alexander Shomsky, president of the Russian Fashion Council and the founder of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia. What struck me was the extent to which Shomsky is taking a generous definition of fashion tech. For him, fashion tech isn't just about wearables and technology on the body. It's much more about how tech will change the fashion industry as a whole and how this touches virtual reality, augmented reality, retail, marketing, and so much more. Throughout the interview, Shomsky referenced something called the Fashion Futurum. The Fashion Futurum is a new arm of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia, focused specifically on fashion tech. In March of this year, they hosted their first international conference in Moscow. Invited speakers came from all over the world to discuss innovations such as 3D printing, digital marketing, smart fabrics, and more. For this season, the Fashion Futurum was a smaller component of the Fashion Week and revolved mostly around what they called a startup show, which is more like a pitch contest. 70 startups submitted applications and only 12 were selected to compete for spots at fashion accelerators in Helsinki and Milan. Entrepreneurs pitched a panel of experts who rated the companies on a number of criteria. On next week's episode, you're going to hear from two of those experts as well as a few of the entrepreneurs who brought ideas forward. So that concludes part one of my two-part recap episode of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Russia. Tune in next week where I'll round off this episode. If you like what you heard, please leave us a thumbs up and subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Stay tuned to our YouTube channel for our recap video looking at fashion tech in Moscow, as well as for our weekly Fashion Tech Friday video series where I round up the week's news in fashion tech. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie.